Hey yo guys, it's your boy Funke, and I'm here with Vivi. Hi. Another Play Underground editor, and we're talking about The Haunted Island, a Frog Detective game. We're going to do kind of a uh, avant-garde review slash talk-through with this one. Um, and Vivi, do you have something to say at the start for these people? Yes. Uh, if you're... Well, it is a, a pretty short game, and over the course of our conversation, we're probably going to spoil a lot of the experience for you. So if you're at all interested, you can go watch the trailer. If it at all interests you, head over to itch.io and pick it up there and not Steam because you actually get a Steam key on itch.io with the purchase and Grace Brexner gets more of the money. If Just go ahead. If, it, if you're at all interested, go ahead and check out the game on itch.io and then come back and hear us talk about it. Um, it is $5, but we're going to talk about why we think it's worth it. So, yeah. yeah. It's a fun-ass game. Yeah, this game was made by Grace Bruxner, programming by Thomas Bowker, and composing by Dan Golding. So, Vivi, why does this game pop? It's it's an hour long, and I had a lot of fun with it. Why uh, Why do you think that is? It's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I first saw the game on Twitter. I saw some... I think the first video I saw was of the frog dancing, and then I oh. saw a trailer. Um, and then I was like, all right, we got to cover this. I really want to play it. Um, it has a, a really strong like visual style. Um, it, it, on, it's really good looking. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it when I when I played it, uh, sort of the it reminded me a lot of like the chapter books I read as a kid. So like Captain Underpants and also, like TV shows like Maggie and the Ferocious Beast, um, it really has this like playful, joyful, like improvisational, like kids media sort of vibe. But it doesn't, it's, it doesn't come off as kiddie. It's like really, yeah. No, I I definitely hear that. I think that I, the first moment I I played the game and I turned it on, it hit my eyes with this like muted and matte and and calm tones. Like all of the colors were just like nice to look at um and you were talking about when you arrive first on the island as as the frog detective and there's just one color for the sky right right um and i don't know that's that's interesting because like there's not too many it doesn't overload you with details right it just focuses on the characters and like little bugs on the ground and stuff what 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 did that like sky feeling do to you well, I think this this ties into sort of a, a bigger theme in the game. Um, so it 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 builds itself as a frog detective game, um, as if there are more than one frog detective, or like that there's many frog detective games, but it's the only one so far. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gives uh, everything about everything um, in the introductory sequences. It like gives the impression of like a bigger context, and like the the sky like really like the sky like the um there's like nothing on the horizon it's like this empty stormy um sky and it it really does remind it remind me of like Maggie and the Ferocious Beast and like Frog and Toad um where there's like all these like characters full of life and like the world around them is like mysteriously empty and like you know that there's uh like a a greater like context like a world around them and like these characters like have their own stories and they do stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but it's it's kind of it, it like does everything but actually show you the world around them i guess and yeah because it, it it tells you that already like at the start of the game you're in the room with the phone and then you're talking to your chief detective or whatever who's who's assigning you the case so you already know the context of the world you know other things are living and breathing and existing but this show the the visuals don't have to show that when you get to the island it's just these like seven or so little characters and you don't have to see like all the stars and stuff. You know that they're out there. I, I just, I find that really nice and calming and it, it does admit that feeling of just like a, a, a children's TV show of where they don't, they don't care about all that stuff. It's just about the matter at hand solving this goddamn mystery. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So while the game leaves out like a lot of detail, it adds in just enough to give it like a real sense of life. Um, especially with the characters, uh, there's a lot of like they're these low poly characters, but um, the conversations are are so effective at like characterizing them. Um, and when you actually talk to the characters, they they hold still, kind of in like a pose. But the camera angles are like do a lot of work to like give this sort of sense of drama. Like oftentimes, like uh, it'll be over the frog's shoulder. It'll be like looking up at a character from underneath them. So while the game does leave out a lot of detail in some areas, it really it takes what it does put in and it synthesizes it all so well. And it really allows the game to like punch well above its weight. Um, together, everything and especially the music creates this like really wonderful mood. Um, it's very smooth. Like it, it just all feels smooth, like with the muted tones and just like the not abundance of things on the screen. It's just like a a smooth time. It's just like some jazz in the background. I'm yeah, loving it. It's like it's jazzy, it's playful, it's calming. Um, it really invites you in and like straightforward story and it's straightforward gameplay. Like there's nothing, there's not a lot going on at any one time, but it really pulls you in and. and brings you into this tiny world mm -hmm. oh, one thing about like the straightforwardness i just like the highlighted key items like in the dialogue when the character be like oh uh i'll give you this pasta but only if you give me a magnifying glass <laughs> and it was just yes. like a different color i was like oh i need to get that shit and give it to this dude uh, yeah. i love that the puzzles weren't like huge puzzles it was just like get this item to this this animal and it'll be good it's it's a no stress experience it's just fun you're there for the story i feel like quickly we should talk about the um the actual mechanics of the game what you're doing <laughs> oh yeah yes it's yeah. basically like a, a really condensed like a like point and click adventure game like you like collect items and you you give them to other characters you talk and try to figure out what's going on and yeah it it's there's not much to it but it shines. <laughs> yeah, the, the team mechanics are, are talk to someone and hold up your magnifying glass. Oh, God. And that actually doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the magnifying glass is actually, like, there's no, like, systems reason for it. It's just there as, like, a novelty. But it's it's actually, like, I found myself using it, like, just to look at stuff when it doesn't really <laughs> even help you, like, see it better. It's It's really great. No, it's good. It's a fun game, and it uses a little to like do a lot. You were saying it's greater than the sum of its parts a little earlier. It's not that the game is like lacking in any way. It's really just everything in it is so like measured and intentional, um, and it's all synthesized like so well together. Especially the music. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's exactly like uh, like a, like a kid's easy reader in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So while the story is is pretty straightforward and the gameplay is pretty is pretty straightforward, there isn't like a great isn't present a great challenge to you. Um, it really isn't about that to begin with. It's really about um, putting you like in a place like in a in a safe, calming place with like a safe, calming story. Um, it's about like drawing you in and, and putting you in, in the comfortable mood and having fun with you. And like it, it's, it's like filled with this like sense of joy. Like they really were making it out of like joy and like out of like a real desire to like play. Um, and, yeah, no, I, I, I hear that definitely because like you see games that are like a hundred hours of work weeks, like Red Dead Redemption 2. And it has all the details of like a pig, a, a wild boar's hair. And you can see that like a lot of work went into that, but I don't know if a lot of love went into that. Like it feels like in this game, people really cared about designing even that like little bug on the ground. It, it it's nice in establishing that mood of of just positivity and and joy. And I think that's really cool about it. Yeah, and the big thing is like it really invites you to play along with it, mm-hmm. right? Like we mentioned the magnifying glass. Like it's the first item you obtain, um, and it. There's a whole button devoted to it out of the what like five buttons in the game. Yeah. Um and so it, it doesn't have any like systems reason. Like you don't, you know, by looking at like the bugs with the magnifying glass, you don't like unlock any clues. But I found myself like actually like doing that. And I found myself actually like using the magnifying glass and it it's not that or it has such like a, a sense of like a playful sensibility that I really found myself playing along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it encourages you to play around with with the like little calming world you were talking about. It creates like you're just like a little frog in that world, <laughs> and you're a detective. It's just fun. I think the there's like a couple really good jokes in the game, and the sort of like relaxed, calming, like moodiness of it. Uh, I think it really sets up the jokes really well. Like I thought I really there's one that I won't spoil that I actually like seriously laughed out loud at. <laughs> okay, wait, tell it to me right now. I'll bleep it's it out. The, it's the one where um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one was really <laughs> <laughs> That joke is so good. Please play the game and get to near the ending and uh yeah, that that joke is is good. It's nice. Yeah, the, there's like a couple like funny little bits of dialogue, but then there's like one like actual like really great bit, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's like the exact kind of device like you would find in like a, a Captain Underpants story. It's like a little fourth wall breaking, um, and it it was like actually super super funny. <laughs> yeah, God, I I loved especially after that when the characters were just like. Yes. <laughs> right after they said that. Oh, oh my God. gosh. So this game came out on Thursday, November 22nd, which is a day before Black Friday in America. Uh, and that's when a lot of games go on sale. But this game, it's different, right? Like, it's $5. It's, it's an hour long. And we know that there are people out there that are like, if I'm paying $5, I want five hours of entertainment. But that, uh, I think both of us, me and Vivi, are both not on that wave. And like, if this game offers an experience that is worth $5, then it's worth $5, no matter the length. 
And I think it does that. Yeah, I really think so too. The the big thing is like the sort you have to take into account like the artistic goals of a game like Frog Detective. Um it's like not by accident that it's only an hour long. Um it's really meant to like I said it's it's meant to create like a a place and a mood for you to be in. Um it's really good at selling itself and selling the sort of world it builds for you. Um, and it's about like pulling you into it and then letting you be there and then letting you go. So it's not, it, it isn't like, I think the great thing for me was that it, it is so approachable. Like uh, a lot of times, like I have, I think like 500 something games on Steam now from like bundles and all the, like the Black Friday sales. I've accumulated so much and like a lot of games, like it took me, like I, I just started The Witness like last night and it took me so long to play it because I, I had this idea in my head that I had to like um, commit. Prepare. Yeah, like I had to commit to it. I had to prepare myself to like experience this, you know, important game. Um, and sort of the, the artistic aims of a game like Frog Detective are, are a little different, right? It's not meant to like really take your time or attention away from like, you know, your life. It's meant to, it's... It's not like, you know, a huge novel. It's like kind of a painting, right? It's like about one big brushstroke and it's about like putting yourself into this like little cozy world um, and giving you kind of like an energy and release that you can bring back into your life. And it, I guess it's just a different like sort of engagement than, you know, a 60 hour game that you might be able to find for $5, like the same price. Um, and another thing that really came up for me was an, a, there's a game called Gravity Bone and it's sequel 30 Flights of Loving by Brendan Chung, Blendo Games. Yeah, um, Quadrilateral both... Cowboy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's his newest. Um, like Frog Detective, it's also a first-person sort of short-form video game. Um, and like Frog Detective, Frog Detective, it's also like not very systems-driven, right? There's no scores. It kind of takes away it, it it just has different artistic aims um and it's if you i mean money is a thing right like some people don't have five dollars to spend and if they want to spend five dollars they really you know sometimes people are looking for like a, a really long experience yeah you were saying that like so many people value if they only have five dollars they're the thing in their head the big thing that is pushing them to buy a game is the length and and how long it is but i think frog detective is a super strong argument for like spending money on shorter games because the, the experience is just as valuable right like that hour was was worth it to you right? and i think worth it more than a, a random 60 dollar or sorry a random five dollar game with 60 hours worth of content yeah exactly i think i really do think like sort of evaluating like a, a game based on like the hours of content it has is like a really like questionable sort of like way to think about it yes uh, it's like um the hour you spend with a game like frog detective or you know something like gravity bone you know that hour could be like worth more than like i've spent i think five thousand hours playing dota 2 now and I think Jesus Christ. Like 4000 of those hours have been total misery, right? <laughs> it's just been terrible. And like I I often return to games like I play I think 
one really great example, um, I've started Oblivion probably like 25 times. I haven't finished it. Every time I start it, I start a new character and I make it all the way to Kavach. And mm. I, I, I beat that quest and then I give up because I'm so bored. Oh. And I've, I've literally spent more hours in Oblivion, a game I have not beaten, and I've only ever made it to Kavach than I have in Skyrim, which I actually did beat. <laughs> You are so wild, but I hear that like starting up a, a, an experience like that and then just burning out that happened to me with like a similar game, I guess uh, the Witcher, Witcher three, I kept yeah. like b- killing the Griffin, like the first big monster. And then I'd be like, okay, um, uh, and then put the game down for a month and then go back to it and be like, what was I do? Like, what is that? Ha- what is this game? Then I'd have to start from the beginning again. And like 10 hours in again, I get to the end and just rinse and repeat that process. Cause, and I'd never beat that game. It was just so long. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Frog Detective is a great game. It's, it's just smooth on like every mark. It just works. Um, there aren't the most amount of polygons, but that doesn't matter. It's about the experience it's trying to tell you. Like the story and the atmosphere, uh, the general mood of, of positivity and just like jokes it's trying to convey, and I think it does that super well. Uh, would yeah. you recommend this game to people? Yeah, I think I would recommend it. Um, the hour I spent playing Frog Detective, I, I think I value that hour more than most hours I've spent in video games recently. Um, I, I think it, at the very least, it's worth sort of not overlooking amidst all the great deals on like the Autumn Sale on Steam, and Humble Bundle and like all the stuff that will be happening during Christmas as well. Uh, if you if you do really value your five dollars and you kind of you aren't you really want that to go somewhere else, um, that's you know maybe that's where your five dollars goes. But if you're at all interested in playing this game and supporting the developer, if you if it looks at all appealing to you, I really think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's definitely a game that if you like the look of then definitely watch the trailer and I don't know, pick up the game because if you, if you like the trailer and the kind of vibe it's promoting, then that's what's in the actual game. Pick that shit up. Hey, thanks guys for tuning into our little weird video review here. Uh, if you liked it, then smash that MF like button, subscribe, turn on those notifications. Yeah. Gamers let's go. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to see more content like this, uh, go to pugmag.com which is our site called Play Underground, where we do a bunch of videos, articles, podcasts, reviews, stuff like that. Um, You can find us on Twitter at Pugzine. And we have a little Discord. Just go on our Twitter and you'll find it. Uh, Talk to us about games. It's fun. Anyways, me and Vivi need to go solve some crimes. Vivi, where are the crimes at? I actually have no idea. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to have to (laughs) make them work. Hey, Frog Detective. Oh, he says says come outside. Come on, Vivi. All right, uh, uh, bye.